0: You're listening to SBS News.
1: Come on, Come on, go.
2: Good boy. A calendar that pairs men from the world of bodybuilding with cute pups to raise funds for animal rescue is celebrating its 10th anniversary with the release of its 2024 edition. The photos in Hunks and Hounds feature muscled men posing with delightful rescue dogs. Behind the making of the calendar is celebrity photographer and dog rescue advocate Mike Ruiz in collaboration with Louise Legacy Animal Rescue Founder Emily Gear.
1: Actually we had a volunteer many years ago who knew Mike and she brought us together with him and he had the idea that he wanted to start doing these fundraising calendars for various rescues um, to really bring attention to the plight of animals in rescue but also in shelters in this country.
2: Ms. Gear says animal shelters all over America are at capacity. It's a similar story in Australia, with people surrendering their pets at an increasing rate. Many animal shelters across the country are at capacity, with cost-of-living pressures and people returning to work after the pandemic to blame for people surrendering their pets. Many shelters have reached full capacity with many animals on surrender wait lists. Ms. Gear hopes the calendars will encourage people to adopt animals from shelters where many are euthanized.
1: Every county, every city, almost everywhere in this country has an animal shelter full of animals. And if you don't realize that, then you don't know that they're waiting there for homes, and some of them suffer because of it.
2: Australia faces similar issues to the United States. All states and territories in Australia are reporting increases. Vet practice is reporting that RSPCA Victoria has had a 340% increase in calls about surrendering a pet over the last three years, and their animal shelters are currently operating at or near capacity. In New South Wales, the Animal Welfare League has an 8-month waiting list for surrendering pets and a jump of about 34% over the last few years of animals coming into the league for care. For microease, photography is the right platform to fight for animal welfare.
0: As a, as a young person, like I always felt like I didn't have a voice and I wasn't seen. So I always told myself, like if ever well, I was in a position and had any kind of visibility or platform at all, that I would use it for the greater good. And um, as soon as I became, you know, successful as a photographer, I um, I started advocating for for different organizations. And uh, animal advocacy was really important to me because of my connection that I had with my dog and um, and other sentient beings, I just felt like there was such a need to advocate for the voiceless and that's kind of how it all started with the, with the calendar and, and, and the multitude of other uh, things that I do to benefit animal welfare.
2: Producing the calendar has led to the saving of thousands of dogs.
0: It's been 10 years now and we're on our 10th anniversary and um, I'm just really proud of it because we've, we've been able to save you know thousands of dogs literally from, from producing this calendar. Um, So, you know, it's become like a really important project for me every year. It's probably the most gratifying thing that I do every year.
2: Mr. Ruiz says the dogs used in the calendar come from shelters and from those engaged in animal welfare.
0: This year we we used 14 male models and um, probably the same amount of dogs. Often we tend to get more dogs for the shoot just because some don't like to be photographed. And, you know, we certainly don't want to stress a dog out. You know, they've been through enough already. So... Um, we, we have as many dogs come to the shoot as possible, and they usually are brought by fosters or people who have adopted their alumni of the rescue that we're benefiting.
2: Ms. Gear, like Mr. Ruiz, hopes the 2024 calendar will encourage people to adopt them.
0: People
1: are not adopting anymore right now. They, they are adopting some. I shouldn't say not adopting. They're adopting some, but they're not adopting at the rate that they were adopting before covid and so animals are sitting in shelters for much longer and longer lengths of stay which is the time period they're there and um and they're developing all kinds of behavior issues and things like that which makes them less adoptable which means more and more animals keep building up at the shelter and it's heartbreaking
2: debbie Deluca of staten island is a proud foster turned adopter of this year's mr november a boston terrier named vito
1: Vito is a superstar. He's uh, Mr. November. Uh, he was held by a, a, a muscular guy. And uh, Vito was also muscular. He worked out for the calendar.
2: For Ms. De DeLuca, fostering animals grants them a new lease on life.
1: I, I believe that fostering is, is it's a better situation than having them in a shelter. Uh, they're learning to be with families. Um, they're learning to fit in with either other pets. Or children, they meet new people. They're getting new experiences every day, so it's easier to get them into a home.
2: Mr. Ruiz would like to see less people buying animals from pet stores and breeders. Instead, turning to adoption.
0: My my biggest goal is to advocate uh, towards like people adopting versus buying from a breeder. You know, commoditizing sentient beings is you know never a good idea or ethical in my mind.
1: Chewy. Come.
2: Osama Al-Ghalib, SBS News.
1: Good boy, sit. Good boy, down. Good boy.